everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm joined by Chris Lewis, as always. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm really fucking cold. Michigan is eating your ass up. It's back. It's eating my ass up. It's Marsha from Sex and City, and I'm Kelly. From who? Oh, Succession. <laughs> from where? <laughs> Oops. Um. Yeah, no, it's beautiful here. It's actually too cold to be in my shorts, but I'm mm-hmm. wearing them anyway. I am doing... You know, if there's one topic more boring than the weather, which we love to discuss, it's what I'm about to bring up next, and that's laundry. Oh, boy. Okay. I have done so much laundry recently, or just today because I haven't done laundry in like six weeks, which has also just taught me I have too many clothes. Yeah. That I like. That I'm like, I've got a downside. You're like, I wear this stuff. This isn't true. Yeah, I was like, I'm still not wanting for like anything. I know. I was like, it's also because I started keeping my laundry in a different, like in the basement. Oh, so you don't see it. So I wasn't seeing it. And I was like, I don't know what's going on down there. And then I got down there and was like, oh. Yeah, it's tough. This is a disaster. And so I caught up on that today and really just I'm got happy, to what's what. I'm happy for you. I got exciting news today. You I have approved. a home. I have a home. <laughs> I've been rehomed. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I move May 1st. Two weeks from today, baby. You know what else mm-hmm. happens on May 1st? Hopefully our Patreon launches. Yeah. Not hopefully. It's a big week. Guys. It's going to no, happen. It will. We're we going to start recording some bonus content. Yeah, some Soon. evergreen content. We are we're gonna get content out to the people. And I hope you guys are excited for it. I hope so. I think they are. I think so. Yeah. Um You know who's not New getting their content weekend. out to the people. Oh well hold on before you say that okay. I guess because I know some <laughs> people like when I tell them I was in New York this weekend, I saw a doll's house with Jessica Chastain and Arian Moy. Moed um, mm-hmm. Stewie from Succession. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And it was a lovely, beautiful production. It's there till June 10th. Go and see it. It's always crazy when I see like state when I see movie actors on stage. Mm-hmm. Although Jessica Chastain has done stage work before. It's tough when someone is like an Academy Award winner to be like, wow, they can really act. But it's yes. just so different. I'm like, whoa, she can, she's really up to stuff up there. Yeah. I have to say, like, the next time I'm in New York, I want to go to a play. I've never seen one in on Broadway. I've never been to a New York play. Oh, yeah. You got to go see some theater in New York. That is my favorite thing. Hang I on. revisited Funny Girl, Leah Michelle still a killer. Hmm. Do we have a new, new, another co-host? Yeah. He's out of control. I love him. What a little guru. He's such a little gremlin. <laughs> He's like, pay attention to me. Um, So that's just over there. If everyone wants to go and see a great play, A Doll's House, till June 10th. Phantom of the Opera is closing. It's closed. It's over. It ended last night. um, I do hear rumors, though, it'll be back. Of course it will. No, like that this is only just like a year or two thing. Like not like it's coming back in 10 years. That really what they want to do is just, well, that's not common. What they really want to do is just um, clean the show up a bit, maybe tour Mm. it. But also it's been running since like before we were born. Like it is a little dusty. Love it as I do. But that chandelier drops at a snail's pace. You're basically like, bitch, move. Yeah, it's not the the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the movie's terrible. 
I love the movie. Gerard Butler is not my he. What the? How are we bamboozled into letting that man on screen? Can we talk about? Maybe that should be a because you don't episode. even see his face. No, but I just mean there was a time where we he was like a star. Oh, he was everywhere. And then and he like, started doing those like White House Down movies. And then like a sex symbol also. He's disgusting. He, I mean, think of what else we were getting at that time though, you know? We were also trying to make Jeffrey Dean Morgan happen. Another sicko. Well, and those were the two guys that no one knew the difference between the two of them. And of course, you know, they do star in one of my favorite films, P.S. I Love You. Classic. I've written your letters. So my mom started watching that um, Alaska Gone show with Hilary Swank. Excuse me. Oh, Alaska Daily? Alaska, yes. I can't Alaska wrap my God. head or heart around what that show is about my every time I see said, a trailer. My mom goes, I love Hillary Swank. So I, I put it on. And she goes, Sam, it was the worst show I've ever seen. Who loves Hillary Swank? My mom. And she's like, you know, I think it's like really important, like the issues that they're bringing like forth. But um, it's Journalism? a horrible show. No, it's about like the missing girls, like indigenous. Oh, women I thought things. it was about like I thought she was just like a Gail Weathers, like sassy journalist willing to do. No, no, she's work. investigating like where all the girls are going. Oh, so she's a cop, a journalist. Oh, she's a journalist investigating where all the girls are. Mm-hmm. That's what okay. I have gotten. But because you know, my mom was a big uh, fan. The only person that watched that Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez show. Oh, Shades of Blue. Love Shades of Blue. Where they slap that $2 wig on her <laughs> and Ray Liotta. Yeah, she watched it every week. <laughs> that was a she weird dark it. time in J-Lo's career. That was all A-Rod. That was like the height of A-Rod. No, that was pre-A-Rod. No, because he would visit her on set and she had that curly wig. That was like the last season. That show was also on longer than people think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was a little pre-A-Rod because I remember a strange Watch What Happens mm-hmm. live appearance with that dancer. Her and Ray Liotta. Yeah, but that dancer she dated. Oh, was Casper? There. Yes. Remember mm-hmm. him? Cool. I hate J-Lo, but I really follow her quite closely. <laughs> I know you do. I used to be You really got her, light, her private life down to I the minute. I used to be subscribed to On the J-Lo. On the I think Low. that was On the Low. Was, uh-huh. That was my first Substack. I think. Wow. I think that's everybody's. And then I had to get out of there right around the wedding when she was just posting pictures of her, like, in bed, freshly fucked. Yeah. And, I mean, jealous. Did you see Ben on the Kelly Clarkson show? He's looking good. Oh, he's looking... <gasps> now, uh, now, Sam is having some technical issues over there. And that brings me back to an issue, we, uh, an apology we need to yeah. issue. Because I haven't heard from more of you motherfuckers in my entire life than when we dared to release a 29-minute episode. People are like, what the fuck is going on? That, guys, okay, <laughs> that week, I know it was only last week, was truly like the ago. most traumatizing week of my life. I was going through a lot personally. I apologize for the tech issues. Um you know, right now I'm in Animal House. I got a cat behind me. I got a dog sitting at the door. <laughs> the mic is moving it's, left and right. It's because Barb is that keeps all jumping. <laughs> no, it's because Barb keeps jumping. And she just is driving me crazy. You locked them out? <laughs> no, I'm in the middle of the goddamn room. It, you know what? So my apologies. This week you guys you guys will get a, a But I want just everyone to know we're really we're back on track. Mm-hmm. 
that had nothing to do with the Patreon. No. We just really had we had some, tech um, issues. Some tech issues. People were like, "What's going on?" I was like, "Guys." Although I do want to say we did hit the thesis of what we promised you people. You got an episode in which we talked about Sex and the City. Yeah, but it's not like you didn't get what you better. were supposed to get, but. Yeah, I know that I'm like apologizing and now getting defensive. I know. <laughs> I'm like, if now you can all shut the you fuck up. You sound like you work you... for Netflix. <laughs> so, guys, it is Monday. The reunion is still not there. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be, when was it supposed to be up? Yesterday at 8? Yesterday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And by the way, they were so fucking proud of themselves. I got emails from mm-hmm. Netflix about like, here's the button to join the special. It was like a special oh, yeah. access code. Like we're dealing with Beyonce tickets. No, I know. It was fucking I was up crazy. in that fucking queue. People were seated for this. Everyone was so fucking excited. And I put it on and I'm like, wait, is it my internet? Is Is it me? And then I ran over to Twitter because that's normally where I go if there was like a tech issue because people will be talking about it. And um, wow, the internet was ablaze. They were ready to go to Netflix HQ. I think it was Ted crazy. Sardanos over there, he needs to clean fucking house. Jeff Bezos was sitting on, on high with a glass of wine laughing. Mm-hmm. Bob Iger Hulu. was stressed out. Bob Iger mm-hmm. was like, just let me take over. Because mm-hmm. he's yeah. a fixer, Bobby. I mean, the 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 companies that were writing in, you know, Blockbuster got in there, Cheesecake I Factory. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I saw like KFC, like just everyone. Everyone was jumping in. The social media I think managers that were... people hate Netflix because it was like they were ready with jokes. Well, because Netflix has been on our fucking ass this year. They're like, we're going to limit it to one household. We're going to up your fucking subscriptions. And it's like, and this is what we get. And also, you simply cannot do what cable has been doing for decades. Well, live is hard. I mean, yeah, but to not put it up like for hours, for a day. Well, first of all, because then you have TikTok now. So people that were able to watch are just recording it and putting it on TikTok. Honestly, I don't even want to watch it anymore. They should just like, I I don't don't care. care. Um, The only thing I would say is, is also my, my advice to Netflix moving forward, if Mm -hmm. they're going to continue to try to do this live thing, they Mm -hmm. need reality shows with professionals because the only people I would trust to do a live reunion would be the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Like, I not even Potomac. Not New York. No, they need to be seasoned. It would vets. need to be only... The only people I drop into a live reunion for an hour and know that they could do it well would be Nini, Portia, Phaedra, Candy, Kenya, Kim Zolstia. Cynthia. Maybe we could call Cynthia out and let her sit there for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it was just crazy. Like, I mean, just, you and I were texting and we were, like, sitting there in the dark looking at our black screens... For an hour. Because it's like, babe, Succession's on at 9. Oh, I was... Shit out. And at 8.59, I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I was like, I gotta go. Like, I got you know, people, people to see. Going over by way to another streaming platform, what on God's green earth is going on with HBO Max? They're now just Max? Max? Has it happened? I did get the email. So are and we downloading a new app or is it just going to change and I don't have to do anything? I hope it's they just keep it because they're partnering with 
Paramount, Paramount or Discovery, Discovery Plus? No. If I was um but to call it Max, and if I was looking purple? at HBO Max, I don't know that Max is the direction I'd go in terms of who to hang my hat on brand wise. No, 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 no. It must be that legally they can't call it HBO. So then why don't you just keep it like HBO Plus Discovery? I think HBO yeah. Plus and I don't know. I guess they want like just succession next to like 90 day fiance next to like that army Lil hammer Rao. documentary those duck dynasty people <laughs> next to like lulu larue or whatever the fuck that is Lulu like, that was on amazon I, I just don't know what's i'm really worried about max i'm worried about max too because i'm also never gonna call it that <laughs> <laughs> no it's gonna be i'm just I'm never gonna, gonna go back that. to calling it hbo i think i'm just like, I i'm losing honestly the max. have been calling it hbo this whole time I used a phrase yesterday at drinks with a friend Keeks that and her eyes went wide when I said it. What like did I you mentioned say? an ancient word. I said simply, remember HBO Go. Oh <laughs> like, my the years God. we have lived. I just gotta chill. It was like, remember HBO Go? Like that was oh a moment in time. Oh my god, that was a moment. And I had an went. HBO Go account. Yeah, but we were thriving when we had HBO Go. Thriving. So another thing that people have are upset about is that the it's HBO just grievances. Is, yeah, grievances. this is another thing <laughs> is um that they're changing the color from purple to blue, and then that will add to the blue apps. So it's Facebook, Twitter, um, all these other blue ones. I never really, I, I have to tell you, my head has not been into like the color scheme of apps at all. People are, there's a When you said other on. blue apps, I was like, what, name one. I literally was like. No, there's, apps. there. I mean, I only named two, but there's more than that. There you was mean like people a people just don't like. Well, people are like, we like the purple. Their apps. People are like, we like the purple because it was different. It did give us a and sense And now we're stuck. Reality. Oh, Disney is blue. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's Hulu's, a lot of I like going. Hulu's green. Yeah. Hulu also was tweeting up a storm last night. <laughs> I don't know who oh Bob Iger runs Hulu. I was like, who runs Hulu? Bob. Hulu, Bob, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby had his fingers on the pulse yeah. of the people last night. Um, it was upsetting, you know, but I did hear some clips and things I've seen. And you know what? Bliss and Zach are my number one couple. Bliss and Zach. Same. Now, they I do... ride so fucking hard for each other. Like she is down for her man, you know? That strange dwarf of a man. I love them. I love, I love them. I love them. I, I love think them. they'll last longer than Brett and Tiffany. And, well, you know, I've got some thoughts I gotta on be Tiffany. honest. I don't shot. think they're gonna last. Well, I think Tiffany's um, gonna be going away soon for a couple of months. <laughs> Think she's up. You and I have been concerned about this for a while. I think she's gonna need. I think one. that's the night she fell asleep. I think it's. I said it to you, and you kind of ignored me. Like I said, like I think she might have a problem. And I think at that point you were riding high on Tiff and Brett, and you couldn't even Was. let it in. And mm-hmm. but I think it's marinated. It's like it's been mm-hmm. sitting in your heart, and finally mm-hmm. it reached your head. Yeah, it's. She's she she needs help. Her eyes are always a little sleepy. She's never not slumped over. Like, just never. In the back of that truck with the umbrella after the wedding. <laughs> Glassy eyed, hung out, can't lose. That's Tiff. That's our girl. Tiff. 
And I say this with all the love in the world. Paul aren't together. I thought they were going to be together. Micah and Paul. Yeah, I thought that they would like not be married, but like dating. Like Paul will never forgive Micah for what she did, and he shouldn't. She's a terrible person, and (laughs) the way she treated him was so appalling to me. And if everyone would like me to set a scene of where I watched the final three episodes of Love Is Blind, or final episode, Uh it felt like three. It felt like five hours. I had an early train to New York at 4.45. That train was delayed by 45 minutes and I wanted to murder everyone. But when I did board the train, I got up into the cafe car because that's where I like to sit. Mm-hmm. Ordered my usual pretzels. Opened them and went to town. And when I tell you I was sobbing at the end of it as Leanne Womack played, <laughs> I started laughing. Like I said audibly out loud, how dare they play this? I know. But then they played it for so long that I tipped into tears. I know. I did as well. At first, I rolled my eyes. I I rolled my eyes. I screamed. I was like, fuck you, Netflix. And then I was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. (laughs) It's like, this is like the beginning of Up. The longer it played, like, the more it just sunk into my heart, you know? And um, seeing Chelsea and Kwame is just something, you know? A criminal and a... It's interesting. It's monkey. interesting to see them together. I want to be very clear. The criminal is Kwame. Yeah, I'm like... Okay. <laughs> and a reminder Yikes. to all of our listeners, I am black. <laughs> my eyes poked out of my head. Just Kwame is a criminal. I don't trust anything that man says. Do you? I know. No, I don't. And Chelsea um, is like a monkey of a girl. She's loud. She's throwing. She's always I could hanging see her on like him. Just eating a banana and throwing her shit with one, the other hand. Just like that's that's Chelsea. That's Charles. That's Charles. Um. Wow. Yeah. She is uh, someone Brett who like watched so Legally Blonde and it imprinted on her way too much. <laughs> yeah, the pink is a lot. And just the like, I'm such a positive girl. It's like, well, sweetie, your soul is there's a there's evil. a that's a blanket for all the darkness <laughs> below. And then, of course, we have Micah and Paul. I think Micah is a perpetual victim who embarrassed my Paul on national streaming television. Streaming, um, treating a man oh. like treating a man like Paul, asking someone like Paul, you go first. You're just setting him up because you know what he's going to do, so that mm-hmm. you can then say, "Well, see, I didn't do it." She is a shadowy figure. She's like Gollum. <laughs> I hate her so much. And I love Paul. And you know, I almost reached out to him, but I had a friend like, you've got to calm down. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing with Micah. <sighs> She's such I a I don't bitch. hate her She as deserves much as Shelby. You well, what I find interesting is that they're still friends. Because they are the same person. And I bet there is a world in which Micah actually told her to behave that way. I could see it. Micah's like, she thinks she's fucking Giselle Bryant, like a little mini producer. And for her to create all of that drama and then to be such a poor actress, she she couldn't even squeak out a goddamn tear. And her mom looked at her like, I guess I have to support you. But Jesus Christ, what a fucking mess. Go back to Arizona. Get her out of here. She doesn't even deserve Seattle. I don't even know if she deserves... She should live in West Virginia. (laughs) An apology to any of our listeners who live in West Virginia, the forgotten state, but... I fucking hate her. (laughs) I've never seen you like that. (laughs) Wow. I've taken a lot of... I've taken a lot of my feelings out of Micah in the past, like... 
That's okay. It's like the that's place where I feel I can direct all of my anger. Yeah, that's okay. And of course, you know, we love Bliss and Zach. And we I love Bliss forward. and Zach. I, I hate do, her fucking dad. I hate. I do think that Zach did not pick Bliss because he is in love with her. I do think he loves her. But okay. I think a major influence on him picking her was her mother. Zach is someone yeah, who is so and... desperately wanting of a mother figure. And when she said, if you marry my daughter, I will be a mother to you. That was it for him. Her her mother is a beautiful soul. So the way that she was with Bliss at the wedding and like looking at her and ignoring that beast well, when, of a man. When he's when they're giving her away and she says we do yeah. and he says I do. He's just a he's just a patriarchal piece of shit. Piece you know? of shit. And apologies and Bliss? if Bliss ever hears this, because I think that is No, father, I think Bliss but... is fully aware that her dad sucks. She's this like, was a great season. I enjoyed it. Because the people weren't like as bad as they have been in the past to me. Okay. I'm sorry, Shane? Shayna? Cole? Who's Shayna? Which one was she? Remember Shayna oh, and Shane? Was she the one with like the January 6th family who brought yes, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Christian yeah, yeah. family this and the, is the thing. that Greek guy. Yeah, I was like, as I mentioned, I was out to drinks and dinner last night with a friend. Mm-hmm. And she, she was like, what happened in season three of Love is Blind? I was like, I don't know. She pulled up one cast photo and it like fucking Raven. That's Deeps? so Raven. Just like everything flashed in my head. Mm-hmm. Deep D and um, Shake. Yeah. Yeah. Piece of shit. He, re- he really wanted a girl to sit on his shoulders. He was like. Remember that? <laughs> just... He was like, do you think you could fit on my shoulders? Would you, you know, fit on my shoulders at a comedy, <laughs> at a music festival? <laughs> like, like, what a like, specific experience. Disgusting. And then, of course, he was playing her like she was like the 600-pound woman, mind you. I no. Killed she's look beautiful. Like I, I know. She she's like, like... She probably weighs 110, and he was like, get your fucking fat ass out of here. I hate that guy. Men are so sick. Anyway. I mean, he was like, well, I'm going to Azumi after this. Bye, girl. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to Nobu. Got a reservation. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Nobu. Bye. <laughs> I was like, sir, what are you talking about? Like, we don't, we didn't have any of like those people on the show. I don't need time. to get into the nitty gritty of your reservations. He was Just... so fucking disgusting. I and then of course Cole's and Eve and um Colleen last season. That was um Colleen and loved... Matt. Colleen, Colleen, <laughs> the most normal tough... girl who we were all pretending is like Giselle Bundchen. If you, I know. I, if I, know. I had listened to Co- if I had listened to Matt. And Cole talk about Colleen. I would have thought, oh, Naomi Campbell. Somehow, I would have thought like Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> like, I would have been like, yeah. Oh, the world's most beautiful person. No, I know she was a gorgeous She's a girl. But girl, love her again. I wish I was her. Um, although I don't care for ballerinas or Matt. I feel like, ba- I feel like ballerinas <laughs> live in the same place as like horse girls. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, Just over there with a little. Mm. Like I was those girls who girl. start twirling their hair when they talk. That was me. <laughs> Just... And you're like, something's not right. <laughs> it's literally one. going like this. Well, I guess that <laughs> imprinted on me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Has I... this been, um, have we done yeah. our usual 20 minutes? We've done our do. Let's get into Sex and the City. Episode five. All right, guys. So this is season five, episode five. Apologies. My screen is not set up as it should be for me to do this. <laughs> We're um, suffering a bit. When are we? Behind the scenes. What'd you say? So when aren't we? 
I know. All right. So this is season five, episode five. Plus one is the loneliest number. We'll start with a little episode synopsis. Carrie's book release reveals something new. Miranda pushes back against motherhood. Charlotte and Bunny are back at it again. And Samantha's got a chemical peel. Again? We're, we're, uh, we got some storylines. Okay. I have to say, I did like this one a bit more. I did too. I think maybe we're on an upswing. I don't know that we are, but well, I. Well, we got I, the burger and we're heading I, towards Harry. And I, I actually really thought there was some good stuff in this one. Like there yeah. were scenes that I genuinely really loved. Mm-hmm. And then there was stuff that I was like, there was actually nothing in this one I hated. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're back at ground level. Like maybe this should have been the first episode of the Yeah, season. we're not in the gutter. Yeah, like I think we've risen out of just shit. <laughs> we're a phoenix and, rising from the ashes. Yeah, like Ben Affleck's back tat. We are, well, that is shit, meandering. Just... I still would. Oh, you, you know what's so sick? I've actually even thought about how we'd have <laughs> sex so that I didn't have to see it. Interesting. And everyone can, you know, figure that journey out for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah, no. And then I realized, you know what? I don't need yeah, to ask. I don't That's need not to something know. I, I don't want to know. Do. Yeah, no, we're good. Blind folks may be involved. Yeah. So we've got an episode that basically is focused on loneliness mm-hmm. and, um, and and somewhat in terms of companionship also, mm-hmm. but really just about being lonely. So let's hear the monologue and then we'll start breaking down the girls. In New York, they say you're always looking for a job, a boyfriend, or an apartment. So let's say you have two out of three and they're fabulous. Why do we let the one thing we don't have affect how we feel about all the things we do have? Why does one minus a plus one feel like it adds up to zero? Now, you know I love a plus one. I won't go to your wedding if I don't have one. Hmm. But I do like the title. I like the idea that being given a plus one if you do not have someone Mm -hmm. could make you feel even worse. Yeah, but I... But I've always just like... grabbed a buddy and said, let's go. Yeah. I love a plus one. And honestly, I've had better times. I've With friends. mentioned her now three times. So maybe she's the only person in my life, my friend Keeks, who is boyfriends or not. She's my favorite date to everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just love a plus one. I actually think three is the loneliest number. Three is the worst number. Three is hard. Three is hard because you're always. I don't ever want to be in a group of three. It's new, even though our group chat has three people. And look, sometimes I do want to get the hell out of there. Like yesterday, <laughs> when I was like, I, I don't even know what they're talking about. I'm not replying. I looked down, I had 97 messages that spiraled between deeply personal, sad tales of like death and loss. Oh, yeah. Related to like Murdoch documentary. <laughs> <The> Murdoch murders. <laughs> related to like, yeah. and then all of a sudden, but then all of a sudden, it's like, look at this picture of Micah. I'm like, what is. <laughs> What's happening? Chaos, we all you know. just... And I was like, I'm not weighing in. I'll, there'll be a moment for me to jump in. Yeah. But yeah. this ain't it. Yeah. Um, I... three, so three is hard. Three is my least favorite number. Three me, is three hard. Three is the loneliest number. Well, you know what's really hard is walking in a group of three on the sidewalk. Are you doing that Because one of you is always kind of in the back, you know? 
Do you do that often? I often feel like I've been people? in that situation a lot. Yeah. Huh. I can't think of one. You know, I am an only child, so. So you were just like trailing behind. I'm always just trailing in the back. Trying to catch up. Or or my mom and I, we walk pretty quickly and my dad walks slow. So he's usually in the back trailing. <laughs> just mumbling to himself. Like, oh, these fucking bitches. And you, yeah. Well, he's been known to say some wild stuff. Dan- oh my God, Chris. I'm Did just you almost call me Danny? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into Sammy okay. Jones. So she's planning Carrie's book party. And I did just want to say, like, again, she's like the best friend in the world. The best friend. Just last week, she was being slut shamed. Although I don't really understand Samantha's job. She seems to be a publicist by way of party planner, by way of like, which I guess a publicist would need to have some idea of party planning. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like that is a huge aspect of her job in a way that I'm not sure that's what publicists are doing. I just feel like she has a lot of time on her hands. Right. I, like not she to jump forward. Busy. But it, when they were like, oh, Samantha, a high-powered career woman who has... I'm like, is she a high-powered... Is Samantha a really high, high-powered person? And I guess what I would say is, is that often we hear about her work but we're not Mm -hmm. seeing it and that is I guess something that is improved in the first movie the first two movies where we get Mm -hmm. to see her kind of wheeling and dealing with richer I'm sorry famous people through her relationship Mm -hmm. with um Smith and then that she would be someone desirable for the minute the guys in Abu Dhabi to do the PR for their hotel Mm -hmm. um but right now it's like the last I mean we saw she had to throw a 13-year-old's bar mitzvah. It's like, is that a publicist job? I don't know. I think that the show is conflating event planning with being a publicist. Maybe back then they didn't have event planners. I, I think event planners have existed. <laughs> so are you arguing that water and event planners both started in 2001? Maybe. Um, I don't know. She just... Like, we see Miranda, we have a good sense of, like, her career and how busy she is and, like, how much it takes up her time. Carrie, same thing. Samantha's, like, it's very made up. It feels like she's just not really doing anything. And she's got a lot of leg time to, like, she's up late at night fucking all the time. Fucking. That's probably, that is where her wrinkles are coming from. Yeah, staying up. You can't, you, she's not sleeping enough, I think. Mm -hmm. If I was her, I would have a face mask on while fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all your lotions and potions. Oh, I just did a bunch of them. I'm trying to get. Talk about my skin's having a moment. Trying to get back to ground zero and out of shit. That's me for the next year and a half. (laughs) I over exfoliated recently, and I don't know what's going on. Physical exfoliate or chemical? Physical. But I'll talk about my chemical peel later. Okay. Well, you know that is topic. (laughs) topical yeah um for this episode no i did really love although it was very brief anthony and samantha together it's a rare moment it's a rare yeah, i don't pairing. know that we ever have another moment like this and talk about two people who need to be together i know i, like, yeah. I know it's fun to see like anthony and charlotte together because it is oh my god she's so prissy and he's so vulgar and that's like a nice dynamic that they can pull like sweetness and sassiness out of each other. But occasionally we need to break people apart and do different like uh, combinations. Mm-hmm. And there should have been a just a small episode where like Samantha and Anthony pal around and like go to a gay bar. 
I would love that. Like I, it is such a rare pairing and I love that we're starting to see a little bit more of Anthony now that Charlotte's been single. I feel like we're actually seeing him more than we did when they were together. Well, it was like Anthony was still like, I think work in a kind of professional space then. Mm -hmm. Now he's hurt. I think after the home and garden shoot, that really like cemented their friendship. And I think now they're just besties. Besties. Um, and I'm not saying I want less Carrie and Anthony. I'm Carrie, I guess I actually I do want less Carrie and Anthony. I don't need to see those two. <laughs> I don't need to see those two idiots together. Those two dummies like bacon bread. And... Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't want less Anthony and Charlotte. But honestly, I'd like to see Anthony and Miranda. And then just like that, throw those two in. Wow. Throw them in a ring and see who comes that out alive. That would be really interesting. I, I'd love to see Anthony and Che Diaz. Because Anthony is the one character on and just like that where they're still allowing themselves the space to be politically un- incorrect. Yeah. Because it's like, be. well, that's Anthony and, and Mario Cantone can get away with it. He, he would, would probably be. say something to Che that would be so upsetting. So shocking. We would tip into transphobia right quick. Oh, <laughs> we wouldn't even trip. We wouldn't we would just tip. It would be fully, we'd we be would like a immerse. ice plunge. Mm-hmm. Cold plunge. Coaching yeah, into transphobia. Whole plunge into transphobia. Yeah. Share the screen. Um, yeah. I love the scene where she's super supportive at brunch with Carrie and really building her up and is like, look, stop talking about this stupid man you just met. You are literally about to be a, an authoress. You're having mm-hmm. a giant party thrown to you, to you in your honor. And I will go to the event with you. Mm-hmm. But then she goes wrong when she goes to get some Botox. By the and, worst doctor and look, in the I've world. I've never had Botox. I but haven't one, either, and it shows. One thing, yeah, yeah, I'm seeing quite some wrinkles when you just furrowed your brow. <laughs> <laughs> well, this overhead light also does look like, look like the Grand Canyon up there. Yeah, I look like Phantom of the Opera. It's yeah. really, I look crazy. Continue. One thing I will tell everyone, as someone who's seen just mystic healers, doctors, don't mm-hmm. get no last minute stuff. Like if you if you went in for one thing and they suggest something else, don't do it. No. If you go in for a nose job and they start talking about your boobs, you got to get out. Just go home. It's the same way I've been to place. Well, that is how I first got Reiki. You know, you go to see a psychic. They're like, you should try Reiki. That's different than physical. I know, but it is just like, sometimes you just like, just sometimes you're like, what... well, is there a package? Yeah. Go for what you ordered. Not... Is, there a, is there a value pack? This isn't improv. We don't need to be yes-anding our medical procedures. Yeah, but I also have seen tarot card readers, empaths, psychics. Like, I'm very big into that. And if they threw in a little, like, you know, rock healing or blessing, I would take it. Honestly, I would trust the woman who does my Reiki to do my chemical peels more. I wouldn't want it to go the other way around. I wouldn't trust my chemical peeler to do my Reiki, you know? No, no. Yeah, no. and that should just be a one-stop shop where we can get our physical work done and our, and our spiritual work. Yeah, you know who loves witches, Paul? Mm. Well, you know what I was thinking. Speaking of Carrie's book release party and that backstrap, I mean, never not with a bra showing. And Micah, Micah, oh, God. that that's sad. That's when I knew she sad. had no friends. Oh my God! You would never let me walk down the aisle with a bra strap like that. Well, famously, you would never. Famously, you would never be in a bra. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> if 
I saw That's it, I'd true. be like, this is the time you finally put one on? Yeah. I've been asking <laughs> you to hitch them up for years. I actually have been wearing a bra a lot more lately. Just because they're getting, they're big now. So like I have, they're, gravity. Age. It's toll. Personal regret, you know, it's all coming for us. Yeah. So she gets a chemical peel. Now, I have to say, I have had a chemical peel. It did not, I don't know if technology's gotten better. I've only done it once, but I did not look that red. Like, I, I didn't well, know. She if, clearly was we, having a reaction. Okay, so where to believe she, but she, why does the doctor let her leave like that? With no ointments? The doctor doesn't give a fuck, obviously. I, I felt that this was the show, de- I actually think this is the show depicting what a chemical peel is, and it's not. You, you're, I've seen you, there some is a people little with redness, peels that look pretty bad. That look like that? Yeah. I will say the worst part, it, because also what the truth of the matter is, is it's not like it peels your skin off immediately. The gross right. part is, is that it just comes off over the course of the next two weeks. Two weeks? I mean, dep- I think two weeks is the longest it can take, but yeah, it can take a minute. It's oh, not nice. great. I did and it in I, the summer when someone... I had a relaxed schedule. Well, remember Ramona Singer got her peel before Mexico? Right. So maybe I guess maybe there's a more intense peel. I, I also think. Also, maybe like, it's the white people. I was just about to say, I think people with fairer skin have, they're very sensitive to redness and stuff. Yeah. And like I have very sensitive skin and I would, I would react like Samantha. If I got something done like that. I just, I don't know. I'm like, guys, then don't do this. Don't. There's other things now. There's so many other little treatments and procedures and stuff that like aren't that aggressive. Although I did think about getting a chemical peel after my hand injury because I wasn't able to do my serums and my potions enough. And I thought I got it literally, it might be the only way I'm able to get back to base level is to start with a a new level of Go get one before summer. Um, I ultimately, I'm starting to feel like I'm getting there. Okay. And so I might not need it, need but it. it's always available to me. You know? Yeah. So she looks like a beekeeper. She shows then up. Then she rolls in wearing that crazy headpiece. Yeah. And, um, I thought I Carrie was very rude. It. I loved it. I, I was laughing, but I thought Carrie was super rude. Carrie was so fucking rude. She was like, this is my friend, Samantha, the beekeeper. I'm like, she threw you this goddamn party. He's the reason Samantha is here. Also, you've worn crazy shit before. Like, I thought Carrie at least would be like, oh, what a look. Or at least something a little nicer. She literally, oh my God, I love the headpiece, but we're inside now, sweetie. Like, like, I just felt like Carrie would have led with the fashion. Because it's Mm -hmm. not like, I, I didn't think she looked terrible. I mean, she looked nuts, but like. Yeah. In the. In the history of things we have seen these women put on their bodies on this show, I thought she looked fairly normal. That's the thing. Like, if if she didn't have a chemical peel and wore that, I would be like, oh, yeah. Patricia Fields just got a little Patricia Field, who we saw briefly smoking at the party in a little bit of a cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the end of Samantha's story. She heads out. Um, Samantha's really flopping this season she doesn't really have an overarching story um she's kind of rebounding from Mm -hmm. what's his name 
Richard. Richard. I was like, who? <laughs> who? That feels like eons ago. Yeah. And that was two episodes life. ago. I know, but I just feel like we've lived so many lives since we discussed those episodes. That, like, I'm a new person. I, <laughs> same. Um, one thing I did want to also, I was thinking about while watching this before we move on, is I think a problem in season five is that it doesn't have a large arc of a story. It's like mm-hmm. it's like eight little short stories, but we're not really building to anything for any of the women. Mm-hmm. Um, and you I can think kind of feel that. the only thing we're building is Charlotte. But even if you think about it, we're not really building to, it's not like we're building to Harry. He's That's just true. introduced. That's true. Like we meet Harry, we meet Berger, but we're not, it's not like, oh, what is, like, I could see in season three when they were sitting down and breaking the season, they said, mm-hmm. what are we doing with Charlotte this season? Charlotte will end the season. By the end of the season, she will have gotten married and be separated from Trey. Samantha mm-hmm. is doing this. Carrie is doing, Carrie's going to have an affair with Big. Miranda's doing that. It's like, this just felt like, eh, let them just meander around for eight episodes. Yeah. And well, I think you like, can really feel SAP's that. Pregnant. Yeah, every episode feels so disconnected from the last one and not that sex in the city isn't mostly a lot of standalone episodes with the exception of the like bigger arcs like the cheating mm-hmm. but it always feels like we're going somewhere and i don't know by the time we get to the hamptons and the zaza zoo i feel like that could have been the first episode of this season like every episode feels like we're starting afresh i feel like this episode to episode eight feels a little bit Maybe we're getting more there. cohesive just because of the burger this, stuff but even in. he leaves from six he's not in the next two is he not no burger where he's introduced and then he comes back in the finale oh right on the motorcycle that he can't yeah drive. so it's not even like if you were watching this five weeks in a row i think we're meant to, and we'll talk we'll talk about that later let's get into charlotte okay what did you think of justin anderson what a sicko. Yeah, so gross. That hair. That... He, I don't trust blonde men like that. And I hated him. Hated. I mean, I've piled around with some blonde men, never dated one. He just gave me such a But that length vibe. of hair, it to me is um It was upsetting. It's lacrosse player vibes, and I'm just gonna let that sit out there so that people know what i mean yeah you know I mean? we're picking it up and pick that up and run with it yeah, yeah, yeah. or put we it down it. yeah i'm putting it down because yeah. i don't want to run with that but uh, um, that's that's what that hair when i see that hair on a man i turn it's just the length like if you're gonna be blonde i'm gonna need it to be cropped and tight cropped. like yeah i don't want to see that those nasty little locks no and let me be clear I Uh-oh. trust men with like the blonde hair, like, like Brad Pitt. But when his hair gets too long, I do get disturbed. I know, or like a, a Hemsworth, like a, that's a blonde. Well, I again, I want to be clear: when his hair gets too long, I get disturbed. You don't like him as Thor. I like Thor when he cut his hair in um the movie with Kate Blanchett. Okay, um, but it's Much this hotter. kind of blonde. Look, I'll take I'm a Hemsworth however I can get him. That's so true. Like Brock um, Davies. This isn't this isn't me turning down Chris Hemsworth. I want everyone to know. Yeah, we want it on I, record. Yeah, I'd take I'd take him any way I could get him. But also he seemed to, you know, not. He be also just seemed like sniveling. Oh. Well, he's like a probably like I mean, he had guy. that kind of classic Charlotte guy, like finance money, bro. Just 
foul, nasty. I, I, I just the he's kind the Micah of, man, of this. The of kind this of man, stuff. truly. He's the kind of man you run from, in yeah. my opinion. And he's got a face. He's got a face that I don't love. And I didn't, I don't know, just seeing them kissing made me sick. I liked when the old woman came out and was like, get out of here. With her little rat dog, I did too. I was was like, good for her, but please. This is salt on my eyes. Their apartments are very close together. Well, that's very New York. I No, but I just didn't picture Charlotte having a neighbor like that close. Like, I wouldn't want, I don't know, some You don't have a choice. That's so true. Um, So this is the also... And I don't think the episode makes a big big enough deal about this. Justin Anderson is the first man Charlotte sleeps with after Trey. And that just feels like that should have been a bigger deal, but they don't really mention it. Mm-hmm. Everything okay? Do you, yeah. do you have time to take a pill? Or? No, I'm okay. Um, yeah, that is a big deal. It's really weird that it's like very, very like blown off. Maybe because enough time has passed. I don't know. I felt it. I was like, oh, wow, what a a big deal. Like, she's finally sleeping with someone. Especially someone in her home. In her home, let him sleep over. His nasty little chicken legs are out. (laughs) Those skinny calves. If you don't have thick thighs, get out of here. Don't nobody want to see I bought. I bought Danny, like, seven-inch inseam shorts for the summer. They're short. Six-inch? Four or nothing. Four? Yeah, four. If I bought Danny shorts. Seven? Four. I was like, what are those cool No, I actually I actually think they're six inch. I got them. Yeah, they're six. I, yeah, now that you even say it, I'm like, I don't even think seven is a number they're landing it's on. Not, like, I think it's you're not, going to six, six or eight. Because he has the best legs. Like, they're thick and juicy. And, like, I don't want to see anybody's skinny little legs. No, skinny little legs are so upsetting. And that pale blonde hair. Ugh, and that exfoliate that talk about a body that would be inflamed if he got a chemical peel. <laughs> he would. He would. He just be disappear. Like a, yeah. A ghost. Fucking Casper. Yeah, he's so nasty. But then in walks a little lady named Bunny. Oh yeah. Bunny's back. Shaking her little bunny keychain. Mm-hmm. Wearing Chanel. And reading Charlotte Fulfill, she walked, rolled in, called her a whore, basically, and said, yeah. this isn't your apartment. Of course. But she also drops the bomb to Justin Anderson that Charlie is still married. And he's disgusted. He's like, wait a minute. You're married? And she's and, like, well, I'm separated. And, and by the like, way, that is, a, that is a perfectly fine thing to say. Like, I'm separated. I guess it would also help if we understood how many dates they've been on. I thought they've only been on like one. No, well, she says thanks again for another great lunch. Oh, so they've been out a few times. So I think they've been this is certainly the first time they've spent the night together. But I also don't think you needed to tell someone you're separated before you fuck. That's none of your business, is it? I don't know. I would feel kind of weird about that. She's separated. I know, but I would if I've like spent like time with you, like I feel like that should come up at some point. Uh, I, and look, Miranda will say, I've never related more to Miranda than later when she says, if Walker had asked me a direct question, like, have you had a child recently? I would have answered him. And that is yeah. how you get most information from me. Direct, clear questions. Because if not, I'm like, I don't need to tell you nothing. Yeah. Stay out of my business. I don't Justin. know. I kind of I get it. 
Like, I, then, I think he kind of, I think the problem isn't his reaction. It's the fact she just didn't tell him. I don't know. He just kind of moped in the back and his little. Oh, I mean, he's disgusting. He's like slithering around. And why? Like, oh, I guess he was putting his shirt on to come out and see what was going on. It's like, did yeah. he sleep in that little shirt? Oh, <laughs> and I guess, again, this is just so funny to me to think about dating on this show. Like, Charlotte and I are the same age. Mm-hmm. The what? fact that this man, they went out on a date, and this man was wearing a button, like a suit. If I showed up on a date and a man was wearing a suit, I'd be like, are you crazy? And they'd be like, where are we going? We're at a dive bar. Like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah, the 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 looks are definitely But it's just like every, their concept of what a 35-year-old is is so adult. It's so not what it is now. Now it's like basically 30, 30 being in your mid-30s is minus, you might as well be 19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I'm it's 30 like, yeah, and you're I married and you've got kids, but I go to people's houses and we're still eating on the floor. Like, it's like, yeah, you're using paper towel for napkins. Yeah, I'm like, we don't, unless it's real, unless we're trying to be fancy, I don't spend a lot of time in like formal dining rooms. No, never. Except for like my work. Right. Um, but then ultimately she ends um, at the book party with Anthony and we'll talk about a scene between Charlotte and Carrie in the context of them, of Carrie later. But Charlotte does have a really good kind of button to her scene, her uh, storyline. Shall we get into Rambo? She's Ramboing <laughs> this app. But we do get the return of one of the few men on this men. show. Men. Walker Lewis, when his face popped up. Now, did you watch Lost? I didn't. We've talked about this. He was in Rescue Me. That's how I know him. No, 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 no. Not Walker Lewis. I mean, he is not on Lost. He lo- Oh, wait. Do you know the man from The Good Wife who is like Peter Florick's like enemy? Yeah. Who's always like skulking behind corners and trying to talk yeah. to Alicia? <laughs> yeah. He, to me, looks like Walker Lewis. He does. And so I get them conflated in my head as the same person. And okay. that's a very deep cut for uh, you lost head and good wife girls out there. Yeah, lost heads. Um, so he calls Miranda and asks her out and she neglects to mention B-Boy. Little B-Dog. Yeah, B-Boy! B-boy! <laughs> <laughs> that sick little boy. I, You know what I thought for I a know, really small moment him. was <laughs> I did think, I was like, what if in this the season of and just like that we find out that walker lewis is the father of brady like am i okay it wouldn't make any sense because it wouldn't make zero brady would be hotter he'd be kinder he'd have more sense brady all brady gone brady he's all brady he's all brady i don't even think he's any hobbs if he's got hobbs in there we haven't seen it it hasn't been activated no he's got some rambo though Brady's a goddamn mess, but I did think the baby was cute in this episode. Oh yeah, it's a baby. But then, what did you think of the at brunch? The women were basically like, uh, "What do you mean you didn't tell Walker you have a baby? That's nuts." Um, I don't think it's that weird that she didn't tell him over the phone. She's only fucked this man once. That's Can they what chill? I mean. She didn't go out on like multiple dates with this guy. Like it's it's very different. Um, but I. I feel for her hesitation. I wouldn't. That's yeah, but then you're gonna bring him back to your house. Or your but if the goal, this is a man who you fucked once and then never called you, and you're mm-hmm. only going out with again so you can fuck him another time. 
This is. Yeah, but you're bringing him back to your house where your okay, baby I is. Okay, I also think it is very weird they didn't just go to wherever he is staying. I'm sure Walker. I'm Lewis sure Magda would have watched the baby. Yeah, like we already know Magda is babysitting. Of course, we have to get. We have to get to the storyline. We have to get to, but it just seemed like the more realistic version would have been there. They go back to his hotel to avoid Brady completely, mm-hmm. and Magda is calling because something is wrong with the baby. Right. It seemed crazy to me that he would say, I don't like kids. And she'd be like, great, fuck me on my couch at home. <laughs> Magda, we know, is so devoted to this family. I'm sure mm. she would have spent another, like, hour, hour and a half. She would have. She would have been like... She, I, she would have spent the night. She would have much rather that than have Miranda bring this man back to the apartment Magda, again, with little this B-boy. Is a problem. Miranda needs to get a fucking guest room. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's madness. That poor wet nurse... <laughs> Well, hold on. She wasn't a wet nurse. She wasn't yeah. nursing. <laughs> she wasn't nursing. <laughs> that poor night nurse slumped on that couch that Steve slept on. That stinky ass man. Do you know that couch has skid marks? <gasps> Chris, that All was... All in those cushions. Stop. <laughs> just skid marks and basketball marks on the walls. Oh my... Just, just marks. Just mess. Just marked up. Oh, God. Um, so they're thrusting away. Brady won't stop crying. Ultimately, Walker can't come to fruition. And they stop. And I did get very emotional at this scene between Miranda and Brady and her staring at him. I kind of wished, like, I don't know, maybe some people felt this way about their final scene on and Just Like That when they're both going to the airport that it was a companion. I just felt like this was such a great scene of watching Miranda become like invested in motherhood yeah. and deciding. She- I thought it was a really cute moment when Carrie says in voiceover, Miranda had a plus one or she was now plus one. And I don't know. I kind of want something to book into this scene between Miranda and Brady that we did not get in. And just like that season one, I want some sort of like, wow. I was so ambivalent and scared of becoming a mother, but I've done it. Not that it's over, of course, but that I accepted this role and I'm, I accepted this role and it has been so joyous and wonderful and hard and complicated and some sort of nice, nice scene between Miranda and Brady Mm -hmm. instead of her picking up condoms and dealing with his girlfriend. Well, I think that all got lost along the way. The nice I don't know. I hope in season two. Uh, well, uh, honestly, well, my sincerest hope is season two is we don't see mm-hmm. Brady. I was going to say. We, if we have to see him, I would like there well, to be some Chris, sweetness to their relationship. This scene has really taken you on a journey. The little I, I really was very moved by, I don't know, and there weren't many lines, but I just thought between the close-ups of a cute baby and Cynthia Nixon acting, I just thought how wonderful. Yeah. This was but the again, first time she, she really like saw from. him. Yeah, I feel like she's basically just been living with the baby, and now mm-hmm. she's like, "All right, I'll engage with you." Yeah, she's like, "I'll hold you." Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really loved it, Cynthia Nixon. Those eyes, she could do anything. <laughs> I'm so excited for *Just Like That* season two. I am too. They just wrapped. They better be giving her monologues again because I will say, for say what you want about *Just Like That*, the scene of her clutching that pillow and that monologue about wanting more from her life. Wow, powerful. She should have seen Emmys. Should have. I would love to get Cynthia Nixon on Succession. Can we 
get her out of Gilded Age. I guess it's I over. Hate that fucking show. <laughs> hate Gilded Age. I think Age. I watched all of it, and I guess I'll watch season two. It was two. horrible. But it wasn't good. It was. The but I also worst. hate the the what's the show that came before it about the British people with that teapot. British people in the teapot. Bridgerton? No. The British people. And what, in the open, um and the Downton Abbey. I was gonna okay, yeah. That was my next guess. Um, hated that too. I never saw it. One of the most boring shows. I think I feel about Downton Abbey the way people feel about Crown. People feel that way about the Crown. A lot people of people are it. like, nothing happens. It's so boring. And I'm nothing always like happens? I'm always like, you're right. Like, literally nothing happens and every episode is the same. But I've never been so thrilled. Oh, my God. Wow. I didn't know people felt that way. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, you could agree. Nothing really happens on The Crown. And basically every single episode is the same. You're right. Royal wants to do something. (laughs) Royal is told by the institution, you don't actually have power. Royal meets with the prime minister. Royal kind of gets what they want. And so true (laughs) it's so true wow yeah but each episode i'm like i wonder if they're gonna get it this time (laughs) and it's like well they got some portion of it yeah let's get into carrie and the introduction of a little fella named jack Berger. oh my god right up top she's hanging out with amy sedaris who, by the way, is giving the most unhinged performance of, as a book publishing agent. She's mm-hmm. she's just horny, using a lot of like... So horny. We're going to get this going. We're going to meet some single men, am I right? She's very amped. She's yeah. giving Jax Taylor like season five. She's hopped up on like too many Diet Cokes and a few espressos. Mm-hmm. But then in walks Jack Berger and wow, wow, wow. What an introduction. Talk about coming in like a wrecking ball. Oh my God. Talk about being a fucking cloud of a human. He is Carrie. The way he came in with all his jokes. Like, I was like, oh, look, Carrie can finally sit and just watch someone else do bits and make bad jokes. Yeah, but they're like also negative. Okay. He's like, have you been around for the last five episodes of Carrie Carrie Bradshaw? Oh yeah, Carrie is in her really like she's in her hater era. She has truly been. She really hates everything. Bitch, for the last five weeks. That is really true. I just like I hate. I hate him to deal with this man. And I want to say I hate him, and I fully acknowledge that I've dated men like him over and over and over again. My thesis on Berger has always been the same. The reason he is so triggering to everyone is because he is the only man on this show who actually exists in the real world. Unfortunately. Big is is like a nightmare version of all of the men we've dated. Like if you amped up every bad quality and gave gave him a lot of money, Mm -hmm. that would be big. Aiden is everyone's ideal man. Aiden and Steve, they'll show up in the rain and kiss you and wax your floors or whatever the, that bumpkin was doing. <laughs> Burger. Burger. He's uh, um <laughs> a star too much like us. Yeah, exactly. And I know that. And burger I Burger gonna burger. And I uh... love him. I also am very attracted to the actor Ron Livingston. You know, he's one of the brothers. Yeah, you do love him. 
He, I think he's so cute. He also you definitely so... have a type. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, Burger and Paul ain't that far from one another. And Mark Ruffalo. Oh well, you know, I like it Ruffalo. <laughs> Someone yeah. sent me a very gorgeous picture of him just last night. I was already in bed, but I woke up to it, and it was the best way to wake up. Wow. Um. Mm, mm, I gotta watch The Kids Are All Right soon. If you really want to get turned on, watch The Kids Are All Right. Mark Ruffalo's performance is so very sexy. I'll be sure to do that. Burger. What were we talking about? Burger. 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 I'm just drifting. I know, into you're like life. literally daydreaming. I'm like, <laughs> snap out of it. I'm drifting into Ruffalo land. Yeah. Thinking <laughs> about his um, purple pants he wore in the Avengers movie. Okay. Burger. Burger. So I don't know. He just comes into me exactly like it is so clear that the writers are setting him up as Carrie's mm-hmm. equal. That this is the guy who is that there is a world in which there is a show called about Sex and the City, and it's about men. And Burger is the Carrie of that show. Yeah, that he is. They are simpatico. Both writer, both writers, both like cannot stop quipping like. Puns Imagine are this everywhere. scene. Like there would never be time for Big and Aiden to make jokes because Carrie's always talking. Yeah. Carrie's the circus clown. Yeah. And now yeah. we've got two clowns ready to get in the clown car and go mm. to McDonald's. Yeah, they went to McDonald's. Like Big would never. And Aiden then she would... ordered a fucking strawberry shake. And I said, Hey clown, I see you have your clown outfit on. That is no, that was so deeply upsetting to me. The idea that she still makes drop shakes, yeah. I don't hear people ever ordering them anymore because they're not what you go there for. (laughs) There's other places to go, yeah. The only drink you get at McDonald's is a fountain coke, and then you go the fuck home. Oh my god, I'll never forget the time I was having the worst day, and all I wanted was a McDonald's fountain coke. And I waited 20 minutes in the drive through just for one McDonald's fountain coke, and I drove away, took a sip, and it was diet, and I started crying. (laughs) The proximity that I'm I was to McDonald's okay. to get a fountain coke when I need one is one of the best things about my home. It's yeah, it's when you need it, you need it. And like, now, I don't like to be too far from one, and no, it's really the can't. only thing I get from there. I've ne- you've never seen people more shocked to be like, "Why is he coming here for a fountain coke?" It's like, why wouldn't you? Like, do you guys sell anything else? Nature's nectar. I should probably McDonald's the next time coke. I'll be like, I'll have a fountain coke and a strawberry and a strawberry shake. They'll be like, sir, you need to leave. <laughs> they spit on me. Yeah. Um, they're throwing fries at pigeons. And <laughs> I actually really like, I also think that this is the first time we've seen this sort of um, romance instantly with someone. I think it is a very different way to introduce a male love interest for Carrie. Like with Big, there was mystery. Tweety Bird. There was romance. No, I'm not actually. I'm choosing not to engage with that, so let's just move on. (laughs) With Big, there was like mystery. With Aiden, there was anxiety. So true. Like she was kind of going in to ask him out. This feels like they're kind of on the same page, flirty. But then he drops the my girlfriend bomb, and I what a fucking asshole. I love this so much because it almost sums up everything about Burger in this one moment. Mm-hmm. 
you can see the man who's going to leave the post-it, the insecurity, like the way he's, you can tell he's trying to soft leave his relationship with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So he's like, oh, I'm going to try out flirting with this woman, but no, I can't. But like, I'm not man enough, like big to just be like, left, fuck it. I'm just going to cheat. Yeah. And so he's got to like mention his girl girlfriend. He's just such a fucking dude. He's such a dude. He is such Chris. That is the only way to describe him. Honestly, it's like he is such a fucking dude. And I love him. I get that you all like don't want to. I feel like what everyone else is not. And maybe it's all of my years of therapy. I feel you guys aren't ready to have like a mirror shown to like put up to all of you. And that's what Burger is. He's like, look at all of the men you've dated. I know and how wrong and you've been. I know, but it's like I don't need to look at that. I lived it, and I I want it shoved on. in my face and just to laugh. Like, I'm okay. Oh God, I can't believe we did that. Can't no, believe I'm, I'm doing it now. I I'm good. Um, <laughs> with Burger, it's just you're right. He le- it's in this moment you can picture everything else that he does, and it all makes sense. The scrunchie, yeah. The insecurity about the scrunchie. In this moment, she's like, let me teach you about women. Like, that's what Carrie, that's what their friendship and flirtiness was, like, based off of. Yeah, right. I also appreciate that it's even positioned as, like, oh, I write for men. You write for women. Mm -hmm. And that. Also, his book sounds horrible. Hold on. And it also has a terrible name. Yeah, it's, like, really crazy. burger book. Fatal. It's called like Hurricanes Pandora or something. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe like I know what? that off the top of How my head. How the fuck is that like Carrie's book? That's what Amy Sedera said. She was like, it's like your book, but for men. Oh my God. I cannot believe I knew Hurricane Pandora. It's worse than Vicky Steinmetz. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a shock that day. Um, so he mentions his girlfriend, and I also want to just point out, he goes in, and he, she's like, uh, you finished your book yet? And then she says, we published his last his last book last year. It's like, that's a one year, like, get, the, get off this man's jock. Yeah, but like. It takes time to write a book. Maybe his other book didn't do that great. Well, he did like, say we need to push you back. Exactly. Um, but she lets the girls know that she sparked with him. And that there's this sort of unnamed feeling, and we are going to name that feeling in a few. Unfortunately, it's the Zaza Zoo. I'm going to kill myself. This fucking Zaza Zoo over burger, like we have all been there. We I have felt it. All fell for the Zaza Zoo with like the most. I, I genuinely think I might actually be experiencing this currently with Paul. You think you and Paul from Love is Blind have the Zaza Zoo? I think I have the Zaza Zoo for him. Okay. And I do think, I do feel like he and I have sparked something. Okay. I'm gonna let you feel that. Oh, God, that guy. He's really doing He's really something. made a, a, an imprint on you. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> He's sounding breathy. Um, there was something else I was going to say about this brunch scene. Well, the girls are like, he has a girlfriend. Like, move on, bitch. Yeah, Charlotte is kind of smug. Um, Miranda's smug not Charlotte. actually that. In- Miranda's not actually that interested. Miranda's like, yeah, I have a baby. This I don't care about this man that you met on a park bench. Essentially, who picks up cards around the city. 
It, uh, yeah, that is the one thing I do not like about Burger is picking is anything up, up off of New York City streets. Also, I don't know so that um, if I was feeling a lot of chemistry with a man, even <laughs> one as good looking as Burger, and he said, so what are we doing now? And I said, oh, okay, I'm up to hang. And he said, let's go pick up my dry cleaning. But that's what men like Burger do is they, know, they bring was... you into like their their routine and their their life and they make you feel like I'd be like on the something else. Like like I knew guy, like I've been on a date. I was on a date with a guy a few years ago who like one of our very first dates was he wanted to go grocery shopping together. And I was like, okay. And he was like, because like it just really, shows you did like that? Yeah. You really are well, hello clown. <laughs> I know. I know. I would have been like, bitch, I Instacart. What are you talking about? Welcome to the 21st century. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, you think? Yeah. Oh, who wants to go on a first date with fluorescent lighting? I've been the truth in some things, you know? Like, just in and of itself. Like, why would you ever want to go on a first date with someone in the harshest, worst lighting possible? I didn't think about that. I was I just want to be like, like Gollum, just like in the Nosferatu in the shadows. Yeah. yeah, it was weird, but moving on. So then we get a great scene that I really loved between Carrie and Enid um, from Vogue. They end up having lunch at the same place. And I want to just try to remember this and see if this is the same place they have lunch in season six with the Dorado that she wants to order. Um, but I, I really... I had forgotten that Carrie positions Enid as her mentor and this person mm-hmm. who she she can model herself after. And I thought it was actually a really good lesson for Carrie to learn, which is you can have it all. It just won't look like what you thought it would. I, I loved I, that. I, I just think that is a great Such an important line lesson. and something for people to learn. Like, LOL, I, I've never understood this whole, like, can we have it all? It's like, no, you can't. First of all, why would you want it all? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I don't want a great career. I'm like, no, I just want to live. Mm-hmm. Be happy. Um, that's getting harder and harder. I know. <laughs> this is 2023 know. is. Kicking our ass. It's the worst. It's just getting worse. Yeah. It's so, and what be I'm begging worse. everyone to say as we, as we get later on in the year, don't none of you all start saying 2024 is going to be better. It it's ain't. Not. And I think we keep <laughs> ruining it by saying that. I know. We just need to live in the moment that we're in and just like, I'm not, yeah, like, I can't I even think about heard, 2024. As I once heard from someone, and I don't remember who, and it was probably on an episode of Oprah. They just said, if you really need to be present, think in your head during the strange, awful situations, this is the moment I find myself in. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about this podcast sometimes when we say things. I'm like, you know, this is just the moment I this find myself in. This is the moment in. I f- You should have said this that's just, Michael Patrick King. This, this is the moment of, I find myself in. Look at us. <laughs> look at Who'd us. Have thought? Not me. And if I ever run into short any shorties in the real world, I hope they will say that to me. I hope so, too. That and could of be course like I code. Won't. That and I won't code. remember. Could... I'll just be like, what a fucking weirdo. I know you'll text me like, some fucking freak. Some, some bitch ass loser in the street quoted Paul Rudd to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But I love this Carrie and Enid scene. Um, so 
Berger comes to the party. They have a quick moment together. And this is the scene mm-hmm. that I've quoted probably a million times before on this podcast. And But I caught another moment that I really loved. And it's the small scene between Carrie and Charlotte before Charlotte leaves. And mm-hmm. Carrie admits that she's lonely and that the loneliness is palpable. Oh, one of your fave lines. But what I've never failed to remember is is that Charlotte's response is is that sometimes it is hard for us to admit things to ourselves like Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that I'm getting divorced and I always think back to um the scene where Charlotte and Carrie are walking down the street and she says something along the lines of well how well do we we know anyone we sleep with Mm -hmm. and Carrie says in voiceover that's the thing about Charlotte sometimes she will say the most profound thing and then be like is my hair frizzy is my hair shiny (laughs) shiny um, but I thought that was such a really great, insightful Charlotte moment of just like, oh, yeah, sometimes we don't want to admit things to ourselves, Gary. Yeah, it's okay. Um, and I just think it's so interesting to watch the two of them navigate loneliness through season five. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel perhaps... like all of them kind of are in their own way lonely. Well, certainly in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I did want to mention this strange moment where we meet Enid's man mm-hmm. and they created a celebrity. I don't have his name down, but he, Carrie says like, oh, is that like Jack Johnson or something? That is an actual From celebrity. like Sports Center or From something? Like Sports Night. That show isn't real and that man isn't real. Yeah. And I just thought it's very rare that Sex and the City would go out of its way to make some, like there was no reason to make him a celebrity. I mm-hmm. thought it was another cameo, like Easy Mirzani. Yeah, I thought that too. Or um, we see Pat Field really quickly. I did think they could have upped, like, the celebrity factor at Carrie's party. Like, she kept saying, like, everybody's going to be here. It's like, where? I also thought it would have been, and this is another thing we've been talking about since season one. The show used to have such a big world of characters. Mm-hmm. What a great opportunity for cameos. Like, why wouldn't Susan we Sharon. see... Why wouldn't Amelita. Caesar Saren. Amelita. Margaret Cho's fashion person. Like, there are just, like, characters in this world who would be... Um, that weird artist who was recording women. Oh, God. Let's get Capote Duncan. God, let's not. Where the <laughs> fuck is he? I'm so tired of this. Like, let's get some of these char- these great characters we've built. These great characters. <laughs> Love to see them all, but they're all so memorable. The more memorable than some of these people we're getting at now. So true. In this season, season five, they're bringing... They're c- coming and going for me. Yeah, I mean, did we want to see Big Bone, Tom Big Boned? Never, ever again. No, we wanted to see Amelita. And I don't want to see that guy. You might want to see him. The guy that (laughs) commented on Carrie's or Charlotte's apartment. It's like, whoa. Wow. 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 That was the end of season four. And you know I want to see my sweet baby boy again. I know. I would love to see King Kevin. Oh, you know, he's pulling at it like Taffy. Yeah. Like that saltwater taffy from that terrible episode. <laughs> I love sunsets. Because. Oh, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> All those old black people. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I thought you were referring to garbage, the noise. <laughs> the garbage, the noise. The noise. The soloist from St. Louis. And guys, I do want to point out, if you guys are hearing less clips... It's because season five has broken us. We can't broken. hear them anymore. <laughs> We're broken. So this is now just a chatting podcast. You'll get the monologue. But we can't sit and hear them. And we finally realized if we hate them, 
you all must hate them too. Yeah. But hearing so Lewis from St. Louis. Garbage noise is terrible in this city. I don't know how you do. Like it's going fucking this like you're going to war. But anyway. So Carrie um gets into the limo and she meets this very excited limo driver. And I really love this. I feel like one of the things about the show that is aspirational about New York City is the idea of adventure. This mm. idea that you would get in a limo and a woman and she would say, We're going somewhere. And of course you would say yes. Mm-hmm. That like New York City is a place of opportunity. Mm-hmm. <sighs> You're gonna have to pause. Okay. My mom's coming in the door. So we're gonna have to cut this part out. Hi. Can she just is she gonna leave or is she gonna join us? She's just coming home from work. Oh, okay. Tell her to come say hi. She said hi to you. Okay. Hi. Mom, Chris says hi. Okay, we're good. Keep continue. Okay. So they head into this hot dog store and we meet a gentleman who really got me good. The pipe the papaya cashier. The Grace Papaya Cashier. I don't know why I loved him so much, but when he said like, Oh yeah, it's gonna be in bookstores and everything. Oh, that guy. I was like, this guy is uh, great. I don't know. Happiness. Joyous. Jolly. I just thought between him and this nice limo driver, I was like, what a beautiful way to finish your night. Beautiful. Like, this is what she needed. This is what I I needed. And I also wanted to, I had forgotten, though, the hesitancy Carrie has in accepting her success here. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's also some part of what Charlotte says to her when she says, like, it's hard for us to admit things. And that can be, and those could be negative things, like that you're lonely and that it's palpable, but also the positives, right? Carrie's had a Mm -hmm. hard time saying, I wrote a book. And she's finally able to say it to the limo limousine driver who says, Mm -hmm. like, would you, oh, it's really, it's really just this. And finally, but instead of doing that, she just says, yes, I wrote a book. And I thought that, that was That's a beautiful. nice, it was a really beautiful ending to the episode in a way that we have not seen this season. No, we have not. So what did you think of the fashion in this one? I got to tell you, I really, really, really enjoyed Samantha's beekeeper look, but I really also truly hate what they're doing to Miranda. I think what they're doing to Miranda. I think it's a hate crime. Is disgusting. And I would like congressional hearings about it. I know it's in the past, I, but- what they're lost for words it's bad i think cynthia nixon i could see her being like you know what i'm the actress of the group so make me look like shit it's real for my character and i'm like sweetie that ain't what we want to see no it's bad I, you need it's to be so... rosie pope pregnant in heels i'm tired of it i loved rosie pope who didn't miranda <sighs> should take some fucking notes yeah, it's just like not what I want for her, you know? It's yeah. giving season one Miranda. It's giving worse than season one. It is. I mean, at the very least, we didn't see Those her in dusters. another duster. I had to see her in one more maroon duster. It's upsetting. Now, Carrie is um doing something that is very unfortunate in the hair department. Oh, the way her hair is curling at the sick. end. No, I can't talk about it. It's <laughs> it is so, so upsetting. Disgusting. And this is when we start getting also pregnant, Carrie. A lot so of baby starts, doll dresses. A lot of baby doll dresses. A lot of boobs pushed up. And did you note um, she's also doing something quite odd? 
and I love Pat Field, you know, but they have repurposed the uh, signature Carrie Flower to her home, to kind of a bandana, handana bracelet situation. It's very strange. And the first time you see it, I, I I thought like she wasn't well. I was like, what's going on with her hand? What is that, a cast? I know. And I'm like, you're going to come at Samantha for her beekeeper look? And you've got flowers on your wrist, like a corsage? But my favorite look is Charlotte is wearing, you can't really see all of it. She's wearing a floral dress at brunch that is stunning. And she just looked beautiful. Yeah. Charlotte looks great. Her hair in the morning. Stunning. Not a fly away to be found. Can't relate. No. Can't relate. No. Then in terms of men, we had Jack Berger, Stanford, Marcus, Anthony, Isaac Mizrahi, Justin Anderson, Harold Keenan, and the Grace Papaya Cashier, and Cliff. Cliff was the name of Enid's boyfriend. Mm. I have to say, I'm going to go with... Uh-oh. You going with um Marcus for his strange... When I got my nose job, I stayed in the house for a month. How to tell you I was thinking about him. Marcus is fucking weird. I love him. He's so weird. I hate him. And I love so that much. he's so beautiful and so weird. I love that combination of of a person. He's like Louie from Reales. What? You know weird, like a weirdo, like a hot weirdo. Louie from New Jersey? You, you know we've gone back and forth with Louie's attractiveness. <laughs> Don't out me like that <laughs> in this <laughs> podcast. Um, so you're going with Marcus? Mm-hmm. I'm going all the way for my premiere. My sweet baby boy is here. Mm, I want nothing more than a... Give me a double burger. A, a double burger? Mm. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Nothing. What a you. man. What a man. What a man. I'd let him slither inside of me as I listen to the bus go past my house any day. That first scene they have sex is one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen. On it's so horrifying because it's him, so real. It, that's like every sex scene in Girls. It's honestly, I find Where it you're more just like, horrifying. I than feel the sex it. Scene. Yeah, it's disgusting. I got to get back onto my girls. What I would you give this out of 10? I would give it a five. I, I didn't hate my per- time, but I definitely didn't love my time here. I'm firmly at actually, guys, I'm going to give this a seven. And that is weighted because of how much I have hated the first four. And so okay. I finally felt like we were we were lifting. We were heading somewhere. Mm. I hope next week we stay there. But I really enjoyed this episode. I don't know. I, I watched it twice in preparation for this. And for mm-hmm. the first time in season five, I thought I could, I would revisit this. Whereas mm. the past four episodes, I was like, I don't know that I will ever watch these again. Ever. Unless Ever. I was doing a full rewatch and truly I would turn them on and like do something else. Yeah. Oh, season's been rough. It's been, you know, 2023 has been a tough time for us. That's true. Oh, and shout out to all the shorties. My hand is, I was released by my doctor today. You all have been so nice. Um, between people screaming at me at my most recent like little question thing on Instagram about last week's episode. A lot of people wanted to know how my hand was and it's doing great. They're so sweet. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss season five, episode six, Critical Condition. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us online. I'm at CLewis1219. Sam, where are you? I'm at Brava Historian and I'm at Take Your Zoloft on Twitter. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
A Huda Media Production.